her strength, her humanity, and her guarded humour. How did she fight? She fought well. I hope someday to be able to look the public in the face as Louisa Lawson, not as the mother of a man. For somebody to please build a statue. Louisa Lawson is a daughter of Mudgee who deserves to be celebrated. Hi, I'm Jess Scully and welcome to another episode of More Than A Mother, my ever-growing love letter to Louisa Lawson. On this episode, I'm going to share with you some recordings from the day we put Louisa home in Market Street in Mudgee. On International Women's Day 2023, Market Street in Mudgee was a buzz. We had special guests. We had a troop of suffragettes come up from Lithgow. We had officials and people come from far and wide to be a part of this monumental excuse the pun, occasion. At the same time, I was broadcasting live on the radio so that people who weren't able to make it to the unveiling of Louisa could still be a part of this moment wherever they may be. There was quite a few speeches on the day and the two that are going to feature on this episode is Bernadette Eichner, who was our mistress of ceremonies for the day, and Professor Emerita Leslie Hughes, who was the woman who wrote the article that Chris Stevens from Mudgee Rotary Club read and decided to build a statue. Take it away, Bernie. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to International Women's Day 2023 in beautiful Mudgee. So even the weather gods are smiling on us today because after the last two days... We've still got a little bit of wind, but we don't have that awful heat for you all to stand in. My name is Bernadette Eichner, and I'll be your mistress of ceremonies today. I begin today by acknowledging the Wiradjuri people, the traditional custodians on the land of which we gather today, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. And I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people here today. So a couple of quick things before we kick off. I'd like to make a special mention of Pam Stein. Where are you, Pam? Down here. Who's joined us today and is one of Louise's descendants on the Albury side of the family. So thank you, Pam. Really special to have you here. I'd also like to do a little bit of a birthday shout out to a little, where's Evie Rose Richards? She's here. Well, there she is, standing by Louisa. It's Evie's fourth birthday today. She's here with her grandmother. Evie, today is your day. And it's the day for every little girl that is going to walk past this statue and realise that women can do anything. So every year, we want you and your friends to walk past this statue. Remember that women can do anything, but here's a tip. You have to stop watching Netflix and get off the couch. Good things come to those that work. Louisa Lawson is a daughter of Mudgee who deserves to be celebrated. She wasn't just someone's daughter, 
someone's husband and someone's mother. Born on Gunterwane Station, not far from here, educated at Mudgee Public School, she lived, worked and raised her children in the Yurundari area for half her life before moving to Sydney to be a force for change. She was a writer, a poet, inventor, businesswoman, publisher and editor. She was our first published feminist in Australia. And she championed the rights of women to equality both before the law and in public life. And she started an open debate for the vote for women, a right which was granted to women in New South Wales in 1902. Cue suffragettes. She was a daughter of Mudgee who changed the world. And today, Mudgee is changing the world because we can be proud to be one of the few places in Australia who has a statue of a woman and who recognises the achievements she made. There's more statues of dogs and horses in Australia than women, just so you know. The magnificent statue to be revealed today didn't just pop up out of the blue. It's a result of inspiration, initiative, creativity and fundraising. So a couple of quick thank yous before I introduce our special guests. To all of you who have made the effort to come here today, it's just fantastic to see everyone here, all you girls and women and all you men who support us because we don't ignore you, we don't forget about you. To the people of Mudgee who got behind this project from the very beginning. To Real FM, broadcasting live from the event today for their untiring support throughout the fundraising campaign. <laughs> Particularly Jess Scully, who has followed this story with great interest. The ABC, both from Orange and Dubbo, and we have Zach and Jen here with us today for their support through this project and for really giving us a plug along the way. To Vicky Hartley and the suffragette team who have come all the way from Lithgow, long way, <laughs> in, in honour of Louisa. To the Mudgee Library for giving us the front room today for our special guest. And all those who couldn't be here today but have sent messages of support, including some of Louise's descendants, Pam, who couldn't join us today. And to our special guests here to my left, who without whom, none of us would be here today, uh, let alone Louisa. So Professor Emerita Leslie Hughes, whose article in The Monthly about Louisa inspired the whole project. When she isn't researching and writing about the women of Australia's history as a hobby, uh, Leslie is considered Australia's leading scientific voice on climate action and a global advocate for women in science. And just, uh, just this week, actually, a couple of days ago, the Australian listed Leslie as one of the top 100 green power players of our time. Next to Leslie, we have Mr. Chris Stevens. So Chris is the chair of the Louisa Lawson Statue Committee and representing the Rotary Club of Mudgee, who championed this project from the beginning. 
Now, I have worked alongside Chris for the last couple of years on this project, and I have to say, the dedication and the passion and the energy that this bunch of blokes have put into this project has been truly inspiring. And Chris, you have led the way. So thank you. We have Margot Stevens, the incredibly talented Mudgy artist who has actually brought Louisa to life. Margot is well known for her bronze statues of prominent Australians and her most recent commission was the statue of Joy Cummings, who was Australia's first female Lord Mayor and the Mayor of Newcastle during some of the city's most progressive years. We have the Honourable Dougal Saunders, Member for Dubbo and the Minister for Western New South Wales, representing the New South Wales State Government, which donated to the project. It was the New South Wales Parliament in 1902 that coined Louisa the mother of suffrage in New South Wales, and we were thrilled to receive the State Government's support, Dougal. Thank you very much. And last, but by no means least, Mayor Des Kennedy of the Midwestern Regional Council, without whose support on behalf of all of you, the people of Mudgee, we couldn't have achieved this goal. Des, on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for the support that the Council has shown this project in terms of um, a donation and, of course, in preparing the site for Louisa to live out the rest of her days. from me. I'd now like to invite Professor Hughes to the microphone to tell us a little bit about Louisa and why she wrote the essay that sparked all of this and got Chris Stevens excited. Thanks so much Bernie and thank you all for coming. I think everybody in Mudgee must be here. It's just wonderful to see you all and a happy uh, International Women's Day. Well, how did this all sort of get kicked off? Well, a few years ago, I came across this book. It's called Radical Sydney. And it was about, it's about the birth of the labor movement in Australia. And it's a pretty interesting read, but there was one chapter in this book that just leapt out of the book for me. It was about a mother and son from Mudgee who were instrumental in starting the Republican movement. And I speak, of course, of Louisa and Henry Lawson. Now, like any Australian of my generation, I was brought up on the poems of Henry Lawson. But when I read this chapter, I felt deeply ashamed that I had never heard of Louisa and I had never uh, known about the amazing achievements that she'd had. For years after, I wondered how I might help to bring Louisa to greater public attention. In early 2020, I realised that in August of that year, it would be the 100-year anniversary of Louisa's death. So I persuaded the editor of The Monthly to let me write a short piece um, coinciding with that um, anniversary um, to honour Louisa, and he agreed. Louisa was basically driven by what seems like a very simple idea, justice for everyone. She wanted the female half of the Australian population afforded 
the same rights and the same opportunities as the male half. It seems like a blindingly obvious idea today, at least in theory, if not always in practice, but in the 1800s, it was a pretty radical idea. So as Bernie said, Louisa left Mudgee. She left Mudgee with several of her children uh, in 1883. Um, she'd had a very hard life up to that point, And I think she'd sort of had enough of that life. She'd certainly had enough of her marriage. Five years later in Sydney, she founded a publication called The Dawn. And The Dawn was Australia's first journal edited, published and written by women. Her vision was that The Dawn would be the Australian women's journal and mouthpiece. She said, a phonograph to wind out audibly the whispers, pleadings and demands of the sisterhood. The printing ink champion of mankind's better half. She said that nothing concerning women's lives and interests lies outside the scope. She published The Dawn monthly for an amazing 17 years, writing more than 200 articles. Through its pages, she campaigned for the equality of women, not only in the public sphere, but in the home and in their marriages. She wanted nothing less but to transform the lives of half the populace. She lobbied for the right to the vote, access to education, support for widows, reform of the marriage and divorce laws. She railed against the evils of prostitution, smoking, drunkenness, and very importantly, corsets. <laughs> she championed the need for women's shelters, opening the first ever women's shelter in the state. She wanted childcare for working women. She wanted greater awareness of child abuse, decrying the scourge of domestic violence and even the cult of beauty. It sounds very, very modern. When non-Indigenous women were given the vote in this state in 1902, as Bernie said, she was hailed as the mother of suffrage in New South Wales. Shamefully, I would like to note right here that Indigenous women in the state were not given that same right for another 60 years. What would Louisa be doing if she were alive today? So much that she fought for, we now take for granted. We do have equal rights under the law. We do have access to education and some women at least have achieved high office. But I think Louisa would also be utterly dismayed that Australia is still not a republic, that there remains a significant pay gap, a lack of representation of women on boards and in our parliaments. She would also be absolutely appalled with the statistic that on average one woman in Australia every week loses her life at the hands of a former or current domestic partner. I think Louisa would still be fighting very hard. Finally, in 1896, Louisa was interviewed by a journalist, a male journalist for the Bulletin. The journalist began the interview with this sentence, many gifted men have had remarkable mothers. <laughs> Louisa, being Louisa, immediately counted I hope someday to be able to look the public in the face as Louisa Lawson 
not as the mother of a man. I'm pretty sure that today, if Louisa knew about this statue and this event, she would feel that this wish, at least, had finally been achieved. Thank you very much. Feels really nice to reflect back on that day, International Women's Day 2023, to see the support come out for this incredible project, but also for this amazing woman who had more layers to her than an onion. In her speech, Leslie Hughes referred to the Dawn as the printing ink champion of mankind's better half. I'm going to be a little bit bold here, and I do so knowing full well that Louisa Lawson would encourage that. Louisa Lawson was the printing ink champion of mankind's better half. From her poetry, to her work with the Bulletin, to her endeavours of pushing to have Henry's works published, and then her work with the Dawn. There's never been a bigger champion in Australian history for the written word for mankind's better half. Now, I do have more recordings from International Women's Day 2023, so join me next week as I do part two of a multi-parter of that massive day of unveiling the statue in Market Street. On some future episodes, I've got some really cool ones up my sleeve. We're going to look into Louise's crusade against corsets and for sensible fashion. We're also going to look into her fight to bring the resting place of her favourite poet, Sir Henry Kendall, to a standard that we could be proud of as a country. And of course, I'm going to have a chat to Margot Stevens, who is the incredible sculptor who brought Louisa to life. Until next week, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love a review. If you'd like to get in touch about the podcast, you can do that with Podcast at gmail.com or at Jedica on Instagram and Twitter. Until next Wednesday, see you, love you, bye. <laughs>